Oh yeah, we got a real treat for y'all today. Clap it up. The truth needs no defending. The truth needs no defending. Mr. Nike in the building, what it is, boy? Hey, man, you know what it is, man. I'm telling the truth, nothing but the truth. So help me God, I'm not lying on none of you niggas. Before we get started, man, for, how you been, brother? What's been going on? What's been going on with you? Man, same old, same old, man. Taking care of my kids, doing my business, you know. Uh, we got movies on Amazon Prime now, the real South Dallas documentary, the real North Dallas documentary, both of them on Amazon Prime. Uh, we filming the West, but you know how it is when you're from somewhere. It done took them niggas forever to do their shit. Uh, we got the DJ Screw documentary we doing right now. So we uh, we filming everybody from the north of Houston and the south of Houston, and we just uh, we just going from there. We got we that, that's actually a uh, that's actually a TV show, which is a uh, which is a series. So we got the first episode of that out right now. Definitely, and shout out ones and everybody. Uh, I'm just curious, real quick, what made you want to what made you want to shoot a documentary? What like what what was your what was your scenario? <laughs> Uh, I just feel like people didn't really know Dallas. I just feel like people didn't really know Dallas. Do you feel like artists abandoning abandoning Dallas is a thing that actually like is that happens more so than not? Shit, motherfuckers need to start abandoning Dallas. Yeah. Shit, yeah. that's really the only way you really get known. Because yeah. the city, the city, our city is a group of haters. I was just gonna ask, what do you what do you think about the Dallas music scene today? Shit, haters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got to remember that Dallas is a uh, just all around, just keep it a buck. Dallas is a city of gangsters. Most Dallas niggas, we don't, we, uh, music wasn't made here. So it, this not New York, this not Philly, this not, niggas ain't standing on the street corner rapping or battle rapping. Niggas in Dallas want to hear how gangster you is, how hood you is. You can't rap, I can't hear a nigga like K-Rock rap back in the day and hear something about K-Rock and Mr. Pookie, which shout out to K-Rock and Mr. Pookie, and hear some shit and be like, damn, they from Stony Brook, them niggas from North Dallas, they jamming. Man, fuck that, I'm from West Dallas, I don't wanna hear them niggas shit. That's just how Dallas niggas is. Definitely. We, we don't care about hearing nobody else shit. We just two goddamn gangsters. That's just, that's just it. Dallas niggas just wanna hear about they neighborhood, they neighborhood only, and the niggas they fuck with. Just don't care to hear about nobody else. Is there anybody who you think, any artist that we've had so far that's put on for the city in a proper way, do you think? It's been a few people, but, you know, I'm going to catch Flack talking about a few people. DeRoe, uh, I feel like DeRoe did the right thing. He, he kind of, uh, he got money. He put on for the city and kind of stayed out the way. Uh, Chief had a good run, but he was doing, he was doing his mostly on the, uh, I'm gonna say on a uh, on a Texas-based thing, he didn't really get outside the state too much. Uh, shit, Mo three had a uh, he man, he had a phenomenal run. He was finna get ready to run. Uh, shit, I felt like I felt like uh, I felt like a few people did. You know what I'm saying? Kind of did the right thing. Yeah. Now, you have history yourself. Uh, from you know everything that you've done for Dallas, but you come under some people. Who are some of your OGs that put you on game and even get you in this music business? Man, really, bro, nobody. I I, I watched people, I watched people, and I learned. I, I didn't really uh, take hold to nobody. 
it was just if I was cool with you, I was cool with you. But I never really came up under nobody's wing. Because how I met everybody uh, that do music, I remember one day I was in a George Lopez shop. You know, shout out to George Lopez. Shout out to uh, One day I was in George Lopez shop. I got a crazy story about George ass too. Mm. But, uh, I remember one day I was in George Lopez shop and everybody, everybody from Switcher House was in there. I mean, like everybody from Switch House was in there one week, and then like two weeks later, like everybody from SUC was in there. Mm. And I just walked in that bitch, and I ain't had nothing to say, just no cap. I just walked up to niggas and was like, man, you niggas can't rap. Oh, damn. And, and you know, uh, Big Tiger was like, what nigga you rap? And I started rapping, but you know, I'm I'm almost sounding like BG, because I'm listening to some BG cash yeah, money yeah, type yeah. shit. And I'm talking about you niggas can't rap. Because I'm looking at these niggas from head to toe, you know, I'm a Dallas nigga, I'm like, Nigga, where the pop trunk at? Nigga, where the, you know, mm. where the screens at? Nigga, where the G at? You know, and I'm like, what you need capping on? You need capping on CDs. But they said that though. They said, but, but I ended up getting cool with fucking everybody. Ended up getting cool with everybody and kept a uh, relationship with everybody. Which shit, relationships is everything in this motherfucker, man. Now, relationships is everything in music. Definitely. Now, you said you had no one to, uh, like, you know, call an OG. Um, you didn't really go get had us. Was that because you didn't ask? The game, or you just was like, I'm gonna learn it myself. I'm gonna do what I do. Were you like, you know, what was? Man, they, they, the game is just really fucked up, bro. Uh, shit, pimp said the game fucked up. I ain't got no friends. Man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, just honestly, I just watch niggas. I never really asked nobody for help. You I know what I'm saying? You. I think that's kind of uh, come from me being my mama's only child. So I was kind of used to doing shit by myself. You know what I'm saying? So, kind of come from that. Now, of course, you mentioned the legendary person in Dallas, man, which uh, a lot of people just really love that that T-Town music, George Lopez era. You know, a lot of kids might not know what that era was when you'll see artists, just everyone come in from all over the state, mm -hmm. swing into, uh, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, Bruton and go to T-Town. Um, what was your relationship with George? You said you you said that y'all had, had, had a crazy story. What, what? Man, look, bro. I... I remember uh, we was at George's shop. Uh, it was pretty much everybody, DSR, everybody. So we leave. We leave. George going to, uh, he going to Cap Spot at Big T. Cap. <laughs> yeah. So George gets a call from a certain person from Rap-A-Lot. So they tell George they want to meet him. You know what I'm saying? In Oak Cliff. Uh, George nervous as fuck. He's calling around, he's calling everybody, hey, meet me. You know what I'm saying? Meet me here, meet me here, because they finna get ready to pull up. So, you know, the, the bus pull up. First thing George says, <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. First, first thing George says, my people know where I'm at if something happens. <laughs> right, let them just, for it to be known, just in case. So, with him saying that, I'm like, damn, this must finna be some shit. But, you know, uh, it wasn't Jay Prince himself, but it was, you know what I'm saying, Rap-A-Lot representatives. They was basically trying to get DSR to sign to Rap-A-Lot. Okay, okay. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay. And uh, George thought it was going to be some strong arm shit. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And George was more like, nah, he didn't want to do it. But you know, his ass was stuck on the bus with them. Mm. No, like, you stuck on the bus with people from Rap-A-Lot, like, you really don't have a choice to really say yes or no. So, you know, so George was kind of Texting everybody like, hey, nigga, I'm on the bus. Hey, nigga, I'm still on the bus. Hey, nigga, I'm still on the bus. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? The conversation, uh, the conversation went on for about 20, 30 minutes. I know they probably felt like forever for George. My nigga came out that bus sweating bullets like a motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, he got up off the bus 
And he got about the bus, and he was like, soon as they pull off, he was like, man, they tried to get us to sign up a rap a lot. Shit. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I was gonna get up at the bus, man. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you good, George, you good. He was like, shit. I know, bro, I'm straight, I'm straight. About 30 minutes later, nigga, about 40 fucking cars of Mexicans just pull up. Oh man! Oh, they all come. Oh, they was late, <laughs> nigga. They were late. <laughs> they were late to the party. Yeah, they were late, but they was on their goddamn <laughs> they way. Yeah, they came. It was a bunch of motherfucking essays came. It was a oh, bunch man. of essays came. But it was they ain't had no beef. But you know, you just kind of know when you're dealing with you know you just kind of know when you're dealing with Jay Prince or anybody that's a part of rap a lot. It's like that shit is like a big X. You know, that shit is like a no go. Don't even say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jay Prince. Shout out to Jay Prince. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah, both of them, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both of them. Both of them. Um, you mentioned uh, DSR. Uh, I want your thoughts as far as DSR's run, what they meant to the city, and uh, did you ever work with any of them? You ever had any personal relationships with any of them? Yeah, me and Tom Tom went to school together. Oh, you know what is that what we're talking about? Nah, we, was, uh, we went to uh, school together in Oak Cliff. Oh, shit. Yeah, because uh, my T. Jones had moved out the projects then. So we uh, we went to school together then. You know, we used to call him the little fat kid with the backpack. Wait, was he rapping back then? Nah, he was the fat kid with the backpack. <laughs> so you know how lunch, niggas get in the lunchroom and you just get to go on freestyling? Cause talk, no, talk, no, 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 no. He was the fat kid with the backpack. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, uh, you know, shit, that's what I used to call him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shit, I don't know. You know, you know, like you got a, you know, like you got a dog, you got a puppy or something. You know what I'm saying? And you trying to get it to get tough. You know how like you get hot sauce when you feed it and shit? I don't know what the fuck they gave that nigga over the summer. Cause that time, the next summer came, Oh, that nigga was with all the shits. That nigga with all the shits. Did when he still I, have a backpack? Nah, that nigga said, fuck that backpack. <laughs> that, nigga was, that nigga was not the fat kid. He was still fat, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But he wasn't a fat kid with the backpack no more. Now he was yeah. a fat kid trying to punch people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when that nigga, him and the 350, they had yeah, the we, whole little 350 run. Yeah, we remember the 350 shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he go by Tum Tum back then? Nah, he ain't go talk about Tum Tum. He, he called himself T then. But he ain't gonna okay. buy Tom Tom then. Okay, okay. I ain't gonna say too much. Whole ass nigga know my real name. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I ain't gonna yeah, say yeah. too much. And we have no real name, so no real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nigga know my real name. Um, he what, gonna say it. What are your thoughts as far as DSR's run? Did they get their fair shot? Do you feel like, what do you think they would have been if like things would have worked out and they would have, uh, uh, Paperwork, bro. Paperwork, paperwork, and, uh, paperwork, party. paperwork, and Dallas artists don't know business. That's just really what it is. Paperwork and Dallas artists don't know business. I feel like they got a good run, but, uh, I feel like they got a good run, but they didn't go as far as they could have went. Oh, yeah. They only had a two-year contract with George. So by the time George wanted to sign everybody else that was still TBGs again, everybody, you know, wanted to go their separate way. Only person that really stayed was uh was Tuck. Tuck and uh uh Fat B. They were the only two people that really stayed with George. Everybody else went off. Cause everybody else had uh everybody else pretty much had uh stayed in Lancaster together. So they went to school together. You know, so yeah, that was pretty much that with that. Help hurt the city that the record deal that they got. Was it ten million dollars? Mm. It uh, was this, uh, that George got. Nah, it was like seven. Okay, seven. It was seven. Seven. But uh, help uh, hurt the city. It helped. It helped, but on a on a it it helped, but on a major level, we didn't support it. Dallas didn't support it because Tuck got one point seven. His goddamn self. Yeah, Tuck got 1.7 his goddamn self. I remember shit, when that nigga first got that money, that nigga got a big-ass crib in Raleigh. That nigga got a big-ass crib in Raleigh. You know what I'm saying? For real. For real, for real. 
You know what I'm saying? That nigga, uh, that nigga had a huge motherfucker, boy. That nigga had a huge motherfucker. That bitch big. Yeah, that bitch was big. That bitch was big. But uh, he got that by himself, and the rest of the group, it all added up to everybody else getting the rest, but then Tom ended up getting a deal by himself, too. And it was like 1, 1.6, 1.5, 1. something like that. So he ended up getting a deal by himself, and everybody else just had the rest of the deal, because everybody else didn't have a solo project. So it was basically they had a group deal, and then when you drop the solo project, everybody got a solo project deal. Like that. Everybody knows you for putting the city together. A lot of people can't do that. Can you explain how you were able to do that? I fuck with everybody. I just done kept it real with everybody, bro. Like, you know, I fuck with everybody. Shit, I fuck with everybody. I mean, from north, south, east, west, I just fuck with everybody. Just, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do. Uh, I just always had good relationships with people. You know what I'm saying? I just always knew everybody from a, a different side of town. So just me knowing people from different sides of town, that made it easy for me. I'll I be wanting to know, because you know, you're you're known for some some legendary interviews too. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever look back at um, I think the Gunner Measy one was one of the legendary ones, the Roy Lee was one of the legendary ones. You ever look back on those interviews and be like, damn, somebody like, you know, we got we lost Roy Lee and, you know, Gunner Meese before that, he went to jail and it was like in the midst of the Mo3 thing. Do you ever look back at any of those interviews and be like, damn, <laughs> some people ain't here no more. Yeah, but not Dallas artists. Be honest with you, game one-on-one, I never want to film Dallas artists. Why is that? They never support it. The minute everybody thought it was just my partner from Houston that owned game one-on-one, it was good. The minute people knew I owned it with him, it was a Dallas person, they stopped supporting it immediately. Yeah, you can't put your name on it. You gotta say it some, kinda gotta say it was like an outside source for niggas supporting. Like Only certain people knew. Only certain people knew. Cause like interviews I, I, I miss, like shit, shit. Rich Boy, Devin the Dude, uh, Young Buck, Lloyd Banks, shit. Uh, who else? Uh, Jay Prince. Birdman, uh, shit, Lil Kiki, Big Hawk, Slim Thug. Them, them the interviews I think back on, like Dallas artists, nah, not so much. Mm. Dallas artists just don't really support. They just never have. So with that being said, um, you know, we was part of uh, uh, the North Dallas documentary. You know, you came and got our story. Um, but the North Dallas situation, I want you to, like, just take on it, man. Uh, I want to, of course, you know, from the T-Cash to the Lucci, to the Pookie. Um, what is your, like, what is your take on the North Dallas music scene? And let's attack it one at a time because it went through different eras. You know, I remember all, I'm off a deal, you nigga. Feel the ripple. Mm -hmm. You know, when that kind of started a thing that where cats in Oklahoma, uh, Little Rock, you know, they was feeling what Dallas was doing on a North Dallas level. And then you have, you know, where T Cash and then Mo3 and kind of, you know, that those eras. Um, let's touch on that as first and foremost, man. The K Rock, Pookie, and Luciera, man. What you know, where we what, what's what's your what's your take on the game at this time? Man, that was a that was a hell of a time to be alive. For Dallas, I ain't gonna lie, that was a hell of a time to be alive. Even even not even not uh even not being from North Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Me not even being from North Dallas, that was a hell of a time to be alive. I was proud of I was just proud of Dallas period then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause shit, first first it was, you know what I'm saying, K-Rock, uh, and after K-Rock, then that just opened it up for Pookie, for Lucci. You know what I'm saying? Uh Pookie. <laughs> Kevin A. 
was uh, supposed to be running that whole situation. And just like with, you know, George and DSR, that was another situation where you thought, here we are, Dallas, we about to, hey, we on BET, we about to be there, but you didn't quite see what could have happened with the Pookie and Lucha scenario. Kevin, they ran out with the money. <laughs> it was, see, that, that's what happened, they I mean, ran out the money. When, when, when you see something like that happening, just you being a fan of what Dallas is about to do, and you say like, if you feel like that's happening, what are your thoughts as far as your hope for Dallas, if that's what's going what's gonna happen? Man, you just gonna have to, you gonna, you, man, you down there gotta punch a bitch down around this hole. <laughs> Uh, you gotta have your paperwork straight with these niggas, but you down there gotta punch a bitch down around this hoe. Yeah, sure. death row talking. <laughs> got to. It, it gotta be Dallas roll around this bitch. Yeah, like bro. for real, that nigga, that nigga, shit, that nigga took the money from them niggas and burnt off, went to California, nigga. He back now? Ain't he back now? Yes, he back. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, did. we got an interview with him. We got Drop him. Yeah, ask him what happened to all no, them goddamn. We, no, we had, no, ask him all them goddamn Starbucks he bought with them niggas money. He bought a bunch of goddamn Starbucks with them niggas money. The coffee? Oh, the coffee? Yes, oh, he got some franchise? Yeah, oh, that nigga that's had a why that nigga, look, that nigga look good for his age. I'm like, yeah, that nigga. That's why, nigga, because <laughs> money make you look good for your age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, up, he burnt off, nigga, about, about 15 goddamn Starbucks. Do you blame him for burning off? Yeah, nigga, you're home. <laughs> uh, uh. You don't just leave with nigga's money for him. Like. <laughs> but what if it's in the contract, like, nigga, I own you? Man, shoot the nigga something, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> I'm saying still shoot the nigga son. At least if you're going to buy 10, get that nigga one of these motherfuckers. I mean, like, because cause honestly, man, Pookie is the highest gross selling artist, independent artist in Dallas. It's crazy. His run was crazy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Shit, Pookie, Pookie sold 500,000 copies. Damn. Nobody knows that. Damn. But he never got a gold plaque. Why is that? It shit, Kevin, Kevin A. Oh, shit. Kevin A and all the registration with the papers, nigga. Damn. He, that nigga never got his plaque. <laughs> nah, but you know, Kevin A even kind of explained that a little bit. Uh, and it got them right. No, it's like the the, the late the, the the CD wasn't made like the barcode wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what is your favorite scandal out of Dallas Fort Worth of all time? No, <laughs> don't, don't do that to this nigga. Uh, scandal? Yeah. Like what type of scandal? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you define that. Mm-hmm. Shit, the the I had uh the funny ass fight between uh T Cash and uh DJ Deuce. Oh, okay. <laughs> haven't heard about that one. What happened? Shit, y'all niggas don't know? Okay, so at the uh the camera doesn't know. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I which DJ right. Deuce, cause there's two. Nah, DJ Deuce from Oak Cliff. Okay. Uh, Tony Neal had the uh, the core DJs meeting, and uh, T Cash was performing, and you know that was at the time that you know uh, uh, spread your legs was hot, and uh, the paper chasers was still hot, and something had happened where the niggas end up getting into it. You know what I'm saying? They end up getting, they end up having words, and shit. DJ Deuce, I think it's his ex-wife. I don't think they still together right now, but they end up arguing. Shit, that nigga wife get a chair. Boom. Hit T Cash in the back. Boom. Hit him back in the head. Everything. Cash turn around. Still him. Bam. He's still him. When he's still her, DJ Deuce still his ass. Bam. Uh shit, that was pretty much it. Deuce didn't win a fight, but he stole off on him. Is there video footage of this? Yeah. That's a wild accusation. It, it should be. 
Nigga shit, you know what? Ask them, motherfucker, they know. Okay, okay. Ask, yeah. ask Deuce and ask Cash. They know. Yeah, man. Damn. Those, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't just say Deuce didn't get out there. You know, Cash bigger than Deuce. Yeah. But you know, but Deuce spurred off on his ass. But his wife hit his ass with that chair hard in a bitch. That's some funny shit though. What, what was the argument about when your wife just hit your car? Nigga, shit, she was gangster too. Oh. You know, you gotta understand that mm-hmm. Dallas niggas come from gangster families, bro. You and T Cash have a good relationship, right? Y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help. That's my nigga. That's yeah. my nigga. Uh, you helped put together that uh, I don't play remix, right? Yeah, yeah. We finna fight behind that shit. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was a power. Yeah, power Wall was on the remix. Yeah. How because you, yeah, how did you put that together? And why was the I just called Paul Wall and like, hey man, this song hot. Get on this song for me. Yeah, shit. T Cash didn't know him. He ain't know the nigga. He ain't know his number. He ain't know nothing. I just called Paul and said, hey, get on the song. The song hot. Paul said, send it to me. Boom, he jumped on a bitch. Didn't charge him shit, didn't say shit to him. And me and Cash ended up getting into it behind a video. Because nigga, I was in a video like that. Mm. And I was like, nigga, how the fuck you put me in a video that fast? And I put the whole shit together for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he had a bunch of other niggas in the video. I was like, damn, all right. So, so why don't you blame the editor? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know who the editor was. <laughs> but, but the point blame was, the artist. But the point was, nigga, you the artist. I put the nigga on your song. You didn't know him. Yeah. So you should have told the editor straight up, like, hey, get that my nigga partner put the, yeah, my partner put this shit together. I don't know Make no sure artist that, that does that. Like, hey, that you know, when the artists see the edit, they be like, yeah, it's fine. Don't fuck it, let's just put it out. But shit, nigga, that's just as life. That's when you gotta keep it a book. So I, my curiosity is, how much is a cosign worth? Do you feel? And I don't want to say like money, but percentage wise on a song, how much do you feel a cosign to say that would not have happened if I didn't get my good grace to make it happen? Shit, a lot, bro, a lot. More than twenty percent? I don't know about twenty percent, but you got to understand, bro. When Charlie Boy did, I look good. My nigga, ask him shit, text him, ask him. Nobody thought he was still uh, rapping or singing no more. Mm, nigga, I built that whole shit from the ground up. I remember. When that nigga got that shit on the uh, Honda commercial, nigga, how you think I felt? Nigga didn't shoot me no check. Mm. And I was like, damn, fam, I brought you to every show I had that was a major show for like a whole year. Mm. But you know, Charlie's still my nigga. Still, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but- I just talked to him like, what, he was just here, what, two weeks ago? He said yeah. he don't care about money. Charlie Boy said he don't really care about money. Which right, is- so he's like, yeah, his, his, his business might be fucked up on it. Like, nigga, I did that now, for free. You know, I don't know. That's still my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I was just with him at the show like two weeks ago. That's still my nigga. I ain't fucked up about it, but shit, nigga, I wanted some Honda money too. Mm. I'm just saying, if I if I started if I started this shit out, which yeah, I'm saying like, damn, chunk me something. Yeah, but shit, yeah. you know that's just how I feel. But shit, he done a bunch of shows for a nigga for free. But shit, I still wanted that Honda money too. Ah, I still want the Honda money, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I still want that Honda money. I gotta money. take. I have. I got. I gotta get your take on this. Um, Lucci and uh, Mogul Media had an interview where they talked about what is Dallas's problem, where technically uh, Mogul Media was like, Dallas doesn't good, do good business as far as they want handouts. Artists want handouts. And Lucci was like, there are some talented artists that you should, if you have a situation where you could help artists get to the next level, it should be a, hey, let me just help this man without doing all that business stuff. And you should reach out and help out. What are your thoughts on that, the, you know, those two ideas? Nothing. Because Lucci can't speak on that shit. How can he speak on it when me and him fell out behind some shit that he did? Some shit that they had going on. Well, on the song or? Nah, him and some, him and another artist. Him and Gator Man had a problem. I ended up getting, I got, I got through under the bus. Mm. With, with they issue. They had some street shit going on. I got through under the bus. Like, 
your name just came up or just Nah nigga, I got yeah. put all the way in the mix. Oh damn. Like like some shit went on, fuck it. You know, I'm I'm talking. Some shit went on, uh some shit went on with Lucci. And uh Lucci's supposed to had uh some shit supposed to came up missing. He's supposed to got robbed for something. He's supposed to got robbed for something. Then mm-hmm. Gator Man was supposed to be the person to rob him. So with Gator supposed to be the person that robbed him. Man, fuck all that subliminal shit. Look, all right. So, uh, oh, shit. so Lucci people was selling, supposed to have been selling Gator some green. And they was trying to burn Gator. And Gator ended up burning their ass. Mm. So they both was trying to burn each other. Oh, man. But Gator ended up beating them to the punch. Dirty game. Yeah, shit, nigga. One of y'all from Oak Cliff, to another one of y'all from North Dallas. Yeah. Y'all shouldn't even be doing business together, no way. Yeah, it's dirty y'all already game. know this is going to be some fucked up shit because you're two sides of town. Right, right. You know, <laughs> Dallas niggas, we fucked up like that. <laughs> nigga. You know, we fucked up. We be like, Nigga from my side. Hold on, before you before you go into that, because I want to touch on this, because it's a lot of in this kind of street politics. I just want to get your opinion on it, because it's a lot of niggas in, from every side in North Dallas getting money. Why is it that it can't be the other way? Like a North Dallas nigga can go onto another side and get some money. Me being from West Dallas, we just always had a uh, honest honest part. We always had like a little envy against North Dallas. <coughs> What kind of envy is that? Because we, we always felt like y'all niggas had it good. You got to understand, me being from West Dallas, when people got money, your family members got money, you heard, where your cousin at? Oh, man, they just moved to North Dallas. They got a big house. But, you know, niggas, we not knowing that's just, that's, that's not this side of North Dallas. Mm. We thinking all of North Dallas motherfuckers rich. Mm. You know, so you don't know, nigga, like, uh, it's the same shit with the suburbs. Nice facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you don't know uh, shit. Like, my partner sitting behind y'all once. Shit, he from the suburbs. But yeah. he from, originally from North real. Dallas. He originally from North Dallas. You know what I'm saying? But he moved to the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? And the suburbs ain't safe for her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. You know what I'm saying? Just speaking out. Hey, my bad, ones. You know, shit. Ones end up catching the case shooting two niggas in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? So, shit. You know what I'm saying? My nigga just don't shoot film. He'll shoot him for real. Yeah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so, so you know that. You've been told. You've been warned. Take you know life. what I'm saying? So, uh, but nigga, this in DeSoto. This in DeSoto. Yeah. And he wasn't the only young nigga shot somebody in DeSoto. That's right. That's it right. was him and his partners. Niggas was running around getting it in. Then you got to think about it. Shit. Well, my mama moved me out the project. We moved to uh, Garland. Shit, nigga. I seen plenty of niggas shot in Garland. Nigga. Nigga. Nigga, you'll get killed in Garland. Nigga. So, you know, in Dallas, you're not safe in the suburbs nowhere. You're That's not facts. safe nowhere in Dallas, just period. That's facts. But, you know, when you hear it, when you smile-minded, because you got to understand, I'm one of the niggas who left out of West Dallas and felt like it was the world was bigger than West Dallas. Y'all got some partners that's from North Dallas that ain't never left North Dallas. Yeah, no, that's true. And feel like the world is only North Dallas. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Being from a certain neighborhood, when you hear that shit, that your family members or your friends or somebody done came up, mama got a good job or whatever, and they moved to North Dallas, it's automatically some envy there. Because nigga be like, damn, bro, so when you was broke, you was here with us. That's real. That's real. You got money, you moved to North Dallas. Yeah, hey. Okay. So, we'll you know, it. niggas always kind of had a little envy towards North Dallas. Like, man, nigga don't come over here with that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though when I moved to North Dallas, shit was, shit was cracking. Nick, talk about it. Talk about it. She was cracking. Now, she, she was cracking. Now, how did that situation end with uh, yourself, Lucci, Gator? 
Like, I, 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 is everything resolved? Everything uh, did everything get resolved? Man, Lucci showed up, bro. I had to. Uh, y'all know how I used to do everybody's neighborhood parties. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I did the welcome to North Dallas, the welcome to Saturday. So I do the welcome to Oak Cliff party. Lucy shows up with a uh, with a van. I mean, nigga, like the old rapist van. You know, it's a drive-by van. Oh shit! Okay. So Lucy show Lucy show up in the car. Lucy's driving the car, and it's like two niggas in the car, and it's another van full of motherfuckers. The van is full of niggas, mm. and I'm like. You pull up in a car, and you pull up in a sports car, and so that means you from the skirt, and you pull up in a rapist van with a bunch of niggas in a rapist van. Y'all looking to do something. So I don't know what the fuck they were looking to do, but you know- yeah, The aesthetics is wild. It, it, nigga, it's about 10 niggas with him. So I'm like, okay, two niggas in the car, about seven niggas in the van. Oh, no, nah, this gonna be some shit. So, uh, I'm having a party shit. That nigga, uh, the person at the door tell me, hey man, Lucha here. Lucha wanna talk to you. So I come out the door. You know what I'm saying? And the shit, matter of fact, don't now, shit, don't now want them fuck with me right now to this day behind this shit. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Then shit, me and Gator got some more shit going on, some more shit, but Lucha don't fuck with me to this day because of this, this situation. That's why I'm telling the story. Mm -hmm. So Lucha come to the door and Lucha like, Nike Gator in there. I'm like, yeah, niggas, welcome to no clip party. He big and a bitch on the fly. Like, yeah, nigga, you in there. And he like, shit, man, tell him to come outside. I'm like, nigga, you retarded. I'm like, nigga, it's like 400 niggas in here from Oak Cliff. You want me to tell him to come outside on a welcome to Oak Cliff party? It's like 400 Oak Cliff niggas in here? And they finna come outside and talk to you? He finna come outside and talk to you? I'm like, nigga, this shit finna go all the way left. I said, nah, Lucha, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, it's best you go on and leave, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't think this is a good look. Then, first of all, my nigga, this is my party. Why would you fuck up my money? Because, nigga, this is still my money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why would you fuck up my money? If I fuck with you, why would you fuck up my money? Don't come up here with that shit. And the nigga say, man, Nike, man, you know what that nigga supposed to do to me, man? This, 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 this. I'm like, yeah, fam, but that street shit, this is some music shit. And this is really Dallas' problem. Dallas mixed streets up with music. Nigga, this is the entertainment business. Nigga, entertain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And Lucha came up there on some street shit. And you can clearly tell them niggas weren't coming up there to talk. They weren't coming up there to talk. So, shit, I tell Lucha, I said, man, y'all gone and gone on, bro. This ain't, this ain't right. This, this my party. And then this shit wouldn't look right if I tell a nigga to come outside and sell made niggas jump out and earn him out. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, fam. That shit wouldn't look right and that shit would be on me. Yeah, I think so you played it right. Yeah, you gonna put me in the cross. So I said, nah, nigga, that ain't play So I tell Lucci, you know what I'm saying? Gone leave. Lucci upset, mad. Phew. He leave, upset, pissed off. You know did, what I'm saying? Did I the rapist van stay? Yeah, hell no, nah, the rapist van stayed outside for about five minutes, then he burnt <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? It burnt off. It burnt off. Lucci burnt off. Lucci burnt off first. The van sat there for a little while. Then, you know, nigga, come on, fam. What you think finna happen? You kinda see, yeah. Nigga, this is a clear indication. Marble nigga, I'm from the projects. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dumb. We all know what the fuck this means. So when the van leaves, then you know I wait about five minutes. I go and I tell Gator, I say, hey man, Lucha just came. You know what I'm saying? He was looking for you, bro. You know, I don't know if you want to leave now or try to get up out of there. Gator, like, man, fuck that shit. Fuck him. Call him back and tell him I say, fuck him. 
I'm like, I'm like, nah, nigga, you call him and tell him, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? He's like, nigga, fuck him anyway. Oof. I'm like, it's crazy because this is all before social media shit. This, oh, yeah, this, man. This, this photo social media this shit, is bro. All wild. Yeah, this photo uh, social media shit, bro. And I'm just like, damn. I'm trying to look out for both parties. Yeah, you know, you, trying, you played it right. You played I'm, it right. I'm trying to make sure Lucci don't catch no case. Right. You know what I'm saying? And give Gator, give Gator a warning that, I'm hey. trying to give Gator a warning, but I'm also giving Lucci a warning. Yeah. Because, nigga, if you walk in this club and it's 400 some niggas in here from Oak Cliff, and just say him and all 10 of them niggas walked in there. And they start shooting the bitch up. And it's another time DJ Deuce was there and had a chopper. Oh, nigga. So, nigga, it's no way in hell they were going to shoot the club up and leave. And it's a whole Oak Cliff nigga party. So it was going to be casualties. Niggas was going to die on both sides. And you know who was going to be the blame for it? Me. Mm. So when I said, nigga, no, both parties get mad at me. Lucha didn't speak to me no more after that. There you go. Um, and I got to take it to, you know, uh, Lucci, Pookie, T-Cash, and then you have a young cat named Mo3 out of North Dallas. Um, did you, were you a fan of his music the moment you heard him or did, it have, did he have to grow on you? It had to grow on me because I ain't really, uh, I ain't really know much about him. And you know how Dallas niggas is. We got to know you about that shit you rapping. Mm. Dallas niggas, we not, I I say it again, I keep stressing this. We not New York niggas. We not up north niggas. We not, Dallas niggas are not lyrical. We got a few Dallas niggas that's lyrical. But Dallas niggas ain't lyrical. We want to know, as we used to say back in the day, shit, bitch, I'm talking to Texas. We want to know that you really about that shit that you saying. But Dallas niggas seem to not give him a chance because he had migrated from McKinney. So even though a nigga was about the shit, they niggas did not give a nigga a chance because he had to migrate to the city. Okay. Pimpster was from McKinney. Oh. Diggins and Shoes. Say He's so. from McKinney. Shit, nigga, why y'all ain't on Usher? Usher from Dallas. Oh. Oh. Damn. Usher originally from Dallas, went to school here and everything. He claimed that, hey, why niggas ain't on Usher? I remember that back in the day, yeah. I remember that. You know, shit, niggas, why niggas ain't on Jamie Foxx? That nigga from where ter- you from? Ter- Tyler, ter- ter- Tyler, Texas. Yeah, he claimed Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was all, he's all up and through here. Yes, nigga. Talk about him. Like, come on, fam. And it's so funny because they have a street named after that nigga in Turo. Bro, why why niggas not fucking with him? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just you know that was some more shit. So Mo three. He, of course, rise to fame. Do you feel like the fame was more so based on the music or based on the antics outside of the music? Uh, first of all, I got to give a shout out to the nigga Rainwater on that, bro, because you got to understand, uh, Mo3 had the talent, but Rainwater was a promoter. So Rainwater knew how to promote his talent. That was the big thing. It's a lot of niggas in Dallas who got talent, but they cannot promote themselves. They don't promote themselves. They will not promote them. They will not pay to promote themselves. You ask a nigga right now for a Street Stars interview, how much is it? Oh, I can't do that, dog. Nah, that's not me, dog. I don't pay for interviews. Nigga, you need to pay for something. Nigga, we go to your views. You got 200 views. Yeah, you got something got to push that. You got 200 views. Something got to views. push that 200 past 200. Yeah, nigga, on your last motherfucking 18 videos, nigga. Something got to do. But that's the thing, you know. He had the talent. That he had the talent. Rainwater just helped him push that talent. 
he helped people see the talent. He promoted the talent. So after that, it wasn't nothing that could stop him. Do you feel like you could build love off of hate? His, his intro was a lot of niggas not despising what he was doing, but the talent was there where it's almost like... You can. You can, bro. You can. You can after... Uh, shit, that's just like... Uh, this is like a hoe. Shit, bitch don't like... Mean ass! You know what I'm saying? I had a bunch of bitches didn't like me in school. Shit, got out of school. Bitches was all over me. Shit, it was all hate. Shout out to all you bitches suck my dick, hoe. <laughs> Shit. Hold up. So, if you have, I appreciate you. Nigga, Thank you. Thank you. Um, to see uh, to see his departure from this world, man, and how that all played out, what, what goes through your head, man? You know, because, you know, the, the city was in turmoil at the time, and then it seems to be in turmoil after. You know, what when you see that, like, where an artist is rising, he has a song that's, you know, going crazy with uh, Broken Love. Um, and you kind of see potential artists that you kind of gain respect for, but you see his uh, demise in that in such a way. What, what goes to your head at the moment of that happening? Man, bro, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a quick story. Like I always been giving you stories. I uh, we got people like Asian Doll. She a rapper. Nah, her family from the hood. She from the streets. You know what I'm saying? She ain't, she ain't just no rapper. She from South Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, OG Booby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 I mean, OG Riri. Like, Riri, like, Riri, my nigga. Riri, mama was like, for real, for real. Like, nah, like, no bullshit. Like, real live nigga will smoke you, kill her. This nigga, mama, not his daddy. Now, his daddy like that too. But his mama, nigga, was like that for real, for real. Like, this is one of the first people I met in South Dallas, was his T. Jones. You know what I'm saying? That, man, that's crazy. Cause when I first got to South Dallas, you know, I'm a young nigga. I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm from the projects, nigga. So I'm, I'm getting some money. And I go down to these apartments. And she down there in the apartments. Nigga, she got the whole shit sold up around her. I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? I'm a kid. I don't know. Shit, I'm like 16. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just seeing some, you know, some lady over here. And everybody pretty much, what she say, motherfuckers is running to do whatever she say. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand, Riri, Riri rap, but Riri is also kin of Asian doll. And then you got uh shit, you just got so many niggas, you got so many niggas, uh family niggas, uh family male street niggas. Like niggas wouldn't believe that the road big brother's an OG. The road big brother OG. Goddamn fool used to tie niggas up back in the day. But you would never think that listening to the road. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't know. Chief brother like that. Chief brother, like, when Chief did the uh, cool side, fool side CD, like, I really believe the cool side was him, the fool side was his brother. Because his brother is his brother's like that, like, for real. Like, honestly, like that, like, for real. You know, like, his brother is really, really like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you got to understand, Dallas niggas, listen to our names. Uh, C. Scruggs, the fat crib. What's a crib? Gangbanger. Uh, Big X the plug. Nigga, what's a plug? Nigga know what a plug is? Shit, trap boy. What's a trapper? Dallas niggas are mostly street niggas, bro. We street niggas, we just do music. That's that's the whole issue. We street niggas, we just do music. Do you think it's time to, you know, to get away from that? Because 
just recently, like we had a a young talented artist, uh, BFG, not BFG Strap, but Strap. Um, he passed, and it just seems like we lose so many artists because they got one foot in the street and one foot in the music. I, th- I, you think it's time to move away from that narrative, like that you have to be a street nigga or this got to be your lifestyle? Nah, we should have been a left there, bro. Dallas' big problem is we don't got the reason why we still on that street nigga shit. We don't got no cash money, sir. We don't got no no limits, sir. We don't got no uh, Eric's the records, sir. We don't got no jive, her. We don't got none of that, her. You know what I'm saying? So since we don't got none of that major, uh, we don't got Tony Draper. We don't got rap a lot. We don't got none of that, her. So Dallas niggas don't, Dallas niggas don't see no way out but the street. And that's all we know. We don't know shit else but the street. So, you know, like I said, nigga, you can get killed in every neighborhood in this motherfucker, even in the suburbs. So Dallas niggas, we look at the music last. We street niggas first. Fuck that music shit. That music shit lasts. What about when we did, when we had the DJs? All the DJs, definition DJs. Shit. Man. All right, another story. Definition DJs. Uh, shit, they was running the city, nigga. They was good. They was doing their thing. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my nigga DJ Drop. Uh, Shout out, Drop. But shit, shit go on. Because it was like a situation that happened with Drop and Chief. And like shit, Drop and all the definition DJs had stopped playing Chief shit. Like all together. I don't know what the issue was. They just stopped playing Chief shit. So what uh, what Chief did, Chief went to go talk to him. Chief said he was going to go holler at him. So what Chief saying he was going to go holler at him, the shit went all the way left. Shit went all the way left. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Chief brother and Drop end up having some words. You know what I'm saying? They end up having some words. And why they was end up having words, you know, Chief like, Chief, you know, Chief more cool. He ain't tripping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He just really want to know what the business is where they not really seeing eye to eye. But Drop is feeling like Chief not doing, Chief not, you know, reaching back. You know what I'm saying? Drop feeling like Chief not reaching back. So, uh, you know, we don't know, they, you know, I don't know their business agreements or nothing like that. So, you know, I don't know about all that. But uh, later on, after they had, after him and his brother had, a, you know, altercation or just words off in the club, later on that night, Drop leaves the club. Somebody bust drop one down. Somebody bust DJ drop one down. And when somebody busts his one down, drop is sitting in the van. He's sitting in DJ drop van. Mm. Somebody, yeah. somebody busts his one down. Somebody busts his one down. And, you know, drop turn around, gets the strap, jumps out the car. Yeah. And he say he go to the back of the car. And he say, man, it was one of them West Dallas niggas. I said, how you know? Cause he called me frantic. Man, one of these niggas from West Dallas, one of these niggas, one of these West Dallas niggas, man, is one of Chief Partners, this, this, this. I don't know if it was Chief Partner, but he just kept saying it was a West Dallas nigga. He said he remembered them niggas being with them. So I'm like, shit, I don't know, bro, tell me what he looked like. But he couldn't really, you know, he really couldn't tell me what it, it was, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning. Right. They leaving the club, uh, drop probably had, had a drink or two. You know, no telling. But he said when he got out the van, and he crept on side of the uh, van. He said he had a strap in his hand. And he said when he came on the back of the van, the nigga had busted his one down. The nigga had a strap in his hand. 
So he said he peeked around, he seen the nigga, and the nigga didn't see him. And drop kind of say he just, you know, he just fell back like to the to the front door yeah. of the van. And we're like, hey man, going on. And they're like, the nigga burnt off. You know what I'm saying? So after that, just dropped just on the phone, man. Man, one of these niggas, man, it was Big Chief, man. This, this, this. And I'm like, bro, was it him? He was like, nah, it wasn't him. It was one of them niggas he was with. And I'm like, you sure? Like, it looked like one of them. I'm pretty positive one of them West Dallas niggas. I'm a West Dallas nigga. <laughs> shit, that could have been me. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. it, but it wasn't me, shit. I was in the crib. Yeah. But after that, drop never DJ no more. I never seen him DJ no more after that. He felt like the city turned their back on him. So he just left it alone. A dangerous game. Nah, dangerous game. Yeah, then my nigga was going through a divorce too. He was going through a nasty divorce too. So that probably, you know, all that shit add up. Yeah, nah, definitely you know, that shit add up. up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Very instrumental in the city. Very instrumental in the city. Uh, we need you. Um, you mentioned, you know, Cash Money and some other J, uh, rap a lot. Do you feel like some of these uh, street niggas should maybe put a young nigga through school or something to learn the music business? And we're going to still stay street, but we need like one nigga to come back and tell us what how to do this shit because we need a stringer bell. Go, nigga. Come back and, you know, nigga, put us on game. <laughs> shit. Dallas, it, it would be good. Man, Dallas niggas just too. You prideful. said that. You said Dallas is too gangster. You said we we too we, much we, on we, our we, gangster we, shit. We, we, we too prideful, and on top of being too prideful, we just too gangster, fam. Do you I be- remember. Listen, do you remember in Dallas when you couldn't even wear team colors? Oh yeah. Oh come on, remember man. Remember when you couldn't you couldn't on, wear a man. Cowboys jacket? Come on, man. You couldn't wear a North Carolina jacket. Yeah, put that starter you, up. Yeah, you couldn't wear that uh, Texas A and M jacket. Nah, for real. You, you know, remember all them? Remember all them shits been gangs. Nah, facts, facts. Everybody in West Dallas, we wearing Cowboys colors. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, what the meaning was. Right. Everybody in Pleasant Grove that was off Lake June and Masters, they was wearing, uh, they was wearing UNC. They was wearing the North Carolina Tar Heel shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The niggas from PGC or from uh, Bruton and Masters, they was wearing Duke Blue Devil shit. The niggas from down the street was wearing Texas A&M, which meant teenage mob. So, you know, at one point in time in the city, you couldn't even wear no goddamn jersey. Mm. So you got to understand Dallas is still fucked up. And you got to understand these old niggas from them days is the OGs over these young niggas. So that's why they still have the same mentality as the old niggas. So when out of town niggas say Dallas is a uh, crabs in a barrel city, crabs in a bucket city. What do you say to that? Shit, it's the truth. There you go. Can't lie. It's the truth. Now, you mentioned... Uh, Everything I'm saying is true. You niggas better not lie and say I'm lying about none of you niggas. All this shit the truth. You mentioned... Uh, I get on a lot of take the test. You take one, I take one. All this shit the truth. Right into the bottom. You mentioned uh, uh, Chief, man. Um, he was able to go through and um, kind of revamp his, uh, his namesake by... Basically, giving more of his character, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the music always been there, right? right. He was always like more so uh, secluded, you know, to himself. But now he's out. What are your thoughts when you're seeing a guy like Don Chief being able to be in this social media world maneuvering? That's just not really his character. He has always been a nigga that just stayed to himself. He like how he acting, but 
But how, how he acting? Yo, yo. That's been, that's just been him. like a pimp type flavor yeah, to that's him. Just you know what I'm saying? Like, him. He just got money and really state itself. This just always been him. So he's not acting out of character. He's just acting like himself. Do you but think, you know, everybody else might think he acting out of character. Do you think it helps his legacy or hurts his legacy? It hurts because it, it hurts because a lot of people, when you're an artist like that, and you know what I'm saying, with him doing, man, with him doing like the most independently himself without a major record company or without, Pookie sold the most independently with Kevin A. We talking about, remember Chief went from goddamn me Eat Greedy Volume 1 to that shit was 17. Mm -hmm. And you got to think about it. That's one, two, three, four. That's 17 Eat Greedy Volumes. We're not talking about the cool side, fool side. We're not talking about the other CDs that came out before that. You know what I'm saying? I think he had like three CDs before that. So yep. that's 20 goddamn CDs. You know what I'm saying? It's just, when you got fans, you got to open yourself up to your fans. I just think I just think sometimes as artists they they leave themselves so blocked out to their fans because you know what I'm saying you don't want a person to know really too much of your business. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta understand he's an artist. I just feel like you know when you give too much of yourself, then you open yourself up to people like Charleston White. Now you got Charleston White saying that you're broke. You got people like uh, Say Chi saying your cars were. Um, being repossessed, or you didn't even have those cars; they were being leased. Them cars wasn't them cars wasn't repossessed, and then, man, the nigga ain't broke. Nigga ain't broke. He just probably ain't got it like how he used to have it. Which that that shit, nigga, that can happen to anybody. That can happen to anybody, nigga. Shit, I ain't got money how I used to have money. That don't mean I'm broke. Right? You know what I'm saying? That can happen to anybody. Then that you gotta understand he was younger too. So you know when you get older, bro, you learn how to you learn how to do things different with your money. You don't mm -hmm. just flash and show your money all the goddamn time. You know, that's when, shit, the nigga was in his 20s, riding around in a Bentley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you expect? He got to look like he riding around in a Bentley. So nigga got $100,000 worth of G-Round. Hood nigga. Project nigga. He up. I don't know too many Dallas niggas that get up like that and don't flash, bro. In fact, it seems like- We when some stunned ass niggas. When it, it feels like when a nigga grow a full facial beard, a uh, nigga really grow up on a nigga. You know what I'm saying? It seems like. <laughs> it just seems like it, man. Yeah, you know, the thing is, he that's just, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? That's just, it's just his character. It's just been his character. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's just been his Chief, character. Man. Shout you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's just always been his character, bro. He just got money and really stayed out the way. So a nigga can't say that he wrong. And then, you know, shit, I ain't got shit to say about Charleston White. I don't want no smoke with Charleston White. I don't want no goddamn problem. I don't even sell drugs. I don't want no problem with Charleston White. Hey, None Nike, whatsoever. You, you was Charleston White before Charleston White was Charleston White. So he kinda... I still don't want no problem with Charleston White. <laughs> None. Listen, None. Don't put me the same. None. Both room name. Yeah, yeah, I don't nigga. want no problem with Charleston White, fam. Charleston, I heard you. <laughs> I don't sell drugs, fam. I got businesses. Nigga, I pay taxes. There you go. Don't call the feds on me. Are you a citizen? I'm a citizen. There you go. That's all he wanted. No That's problem. all he wanted to know. That's all he wanted to know. So as a citizen, do you feel like it is your responsibility to report any drug activity going on man, in your community? Man, ain't got vicinity? nothing to do with that, man. It ain't got nothing to do with that. But it's bringing down the property value in your community. No, it's not bringing down the property value in my community. Because, nigga, I stay where white people stay at. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I said white folks there. That's the property value in our community is good. You see, you see five black kids walking around your neighbor's house knowing they ain't home. What you doing? 
Miss <laughs> <laughs> Susie House, that, that you just really friends with. Say, fam, I'm gonna try to go outside and talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna approach him. I'm gonna try to go outside and talk to him. I'm gonna, now, I'm, I'm gonna at least try to holler at him, like, come on, little bro. <laughs> come on. You know, bro. I, I had to tell some young niggas this not too long ago, like, come on, little bro. Come on, bro. Hey, look, bro, like, it's like me and like two other black people stay over. Fam, what, what you doing over here, fam? <laughs> rest of the people over here, Chinese, white, Japanese, uh, you know, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't stay over here, fam. You, <laughs> you don't stay over here, fam. You, you, don't know, you know you don't stay over here, fam. And I just had to kick it with him, like, come, little bro, I've done this shit before. You knocking on people's doors. Now, I'm just curious, man. Uh, we have this conversation a lot, man. Do you feel like radio is dead? Is radio still a thing to for artists to try to get to? The radio did. Radio did her. You know what I'm saying? They not, they not really, they not really. Some people, I'm, I'm gonna say 97.9 is kind of picking it up on supporting the city. I'm gonna say 97.9 is picking it up. But shit, the radio died really out of Skip Cheatham Lil. Oh, damn. With the whole flavor TV shit. Yeah. It died. Why do you feel that? What was Skip Cheatham doing that current radio? Personalities aren't doing show. shit. He had a TV show and he was showing love to the city. You know what I'm saying? You got Did you bring up. a TV show back or Flavor TV 2.0? I don't know. I, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to uh, talk the dollar to see if I could get him to let me do that. It, after that, it was people left like Kiki J. And Kiki J wasn't showing no love to the city. She was burning motherfuckers. Yeah, me and her got into it. I'm going to beat the dog shit out of her husband. <laughs> Bitch ass. Nigga, save your ass out there, boy. <laughs> hold up, hold up. What, what y'all get into it about, man? Kiki J, man, save fam. Yeah, she cool. All right, look. So I invite you as a guest. All right, I invite you as a guest to my uh, open mic. I'm having an open mic. I invite Kiki J as a guest. She come out there. She come out there. She talk to the people. She tell everybody what they need to do to get their stuff together to get on radio. I pay her. Boom, everything cool. She called Dollar Bill, tell Dollar Bill, hey, I liked it. I like the crowd. It looked good. I want to come back. She come back the second week. She wanted to come back, but out of respect, I'm trying to do good bidding. I pay her again. The third week, she come back on her own. I didn't tell her to come back. She, cut, she pops up on her own. Okay, whatever, cool. You know, niggas trying to get on. You know, you know, niggas was coming to the ice ball, niggas trying to get on. You know, shit, I got everybody in the city coming down there to come look at niggas. So niggas want to get on. She come back, she talk to the crowd. Next thing you know, like two weeks later, three weeks later, you know, the ice ball is right here. Uh, was it 2603 comers? And then you got 2026, which is the next club on down, which is uh uh it, it was Club Purr. Or uh, it at the time, what was it? It was the it was lounge, the prayer lounge. Or 2026, Club 2026. Right. You know, which was basically shit nigga from her to that goddamn dough. That's pretty much it. Nigga, I see her like two weeks later. She's doing an open mic right down the hall from me. Literally walking distance. She's taking half of my crowd and moved down there to the other spot. And her husband comes down there to speak to me. He come down there to speak to me. It was like me, Chauncey, uh, B, uh, Tommy G, a party profiler magazine. Shit, uh, my partner, Big Oop. Uh, he come down there to come speak to me. So I'm looking and I'm looking at my crowd. I'm looking at half my crowd go down there. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? 
And I turn around and I look like an hour later and she come walking through the door with, with the people. So I said, so damn fam, I brought you here to speak to people and you came here to steal my crowd. And that's exactly what she did. And her husband came down there and spoke to me. Like, he, he come down there, he walks down, the, nigga pretty much walked down the concrete, you know what I'm saying, down the sidewalk, where that uh, 7-Eleven is at now. He walks down the sidewalk, come speak to me. He like, hey man, what's going on, man? You know, we down there. I'm like, man, get your bitch ass from down here before I knock your whole ass out. I couldn't shit, I couldn't punch his wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he the husband. So who else am I gonna get into it with? Definitely him. Yeah, definitely him. <laughs> so I call him all types of names. Bitches, hoes, hoes, bitches. I mean, I call that nigga everything. A frog with eight legs. Anything for that nigga to uh, the want to fight. Boy, that nigga didn't want to punch. And they came up with every excuse in the world not to punch. You know what I'm saying? I was going to mop that nigga ass up. I was them nappy ass dreads, whatever the fuck he had in his head. I was going to fuck that nigga whole shit up. You know what I'm saying? Which I ain't got no problem with the nigga now. But you still should have told your wife that wasn't cool business. Don't say that wasn't that wasn't cool business to do. She stayed down there about three weeks, maybe a month after that. Boom, shit was shit was closed. It was done. You know what I'm saying? It was done. She she ain't had no crap, but my crap. They stopped coming. After they stopped coming, they started coming right back to the ice bar. And one of the people that I fell out with behind this shit is no shame. Like no shame, my nigga. But when no shame came to me again and was like, "Hey man, Mr. Nike, sus, sus," I was just like. I'm good, bro. I'm good. Like, fam, you was just down there. Right. And, he, and he was like, damn, my nigga, I was just really trying to, you know, and I feel what he was saying. He was like, bro, I was just really trying to get my song on the radio. Yeah, that's cool, my nigga, but I ain't like that. Don't switch on me. Don't switch on me. I ain't like that. If I, if I ride with you, nigga, I ride with you regardless. No matter what the fuck you got. I'm going to ride this shit, nigga. I was bringing everybody down there to see him. Right. Shit, man, who the fuck didn't I have at the ice ball? Name somebody I didn't have down there. So, um, there's a bunch of uh, different radio personalities, like, you know, Baby puts on for the city, um, Cat Daddy, of course. Do you don't think that they are helping? Shit, shout out to Cat Daddy. That's my nigga. Cat Daddy been my nigga for years, and I ain't never, ain't never acted funny. I ain't never been new, brand new, none of that. Shit, same thing with Baby. Niggas always saying, baby, don't help the city. Baby, don't help the city. Man, I'm going to tell you. I'm going tell you another story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got stories for days. Niggas, so it was some little niggas from Oak Cliff, from Village Oaks, uh, came, came to the show. Performed. I went over there. I had baby in a VIP. I said, hey, man, the little dude that performed on the song, that rap first, he just died like two days ago. I said, I know they didn't win the contest, but I'm gonna need you to, I'm gonna need you to do a favor for me. He said, say less, bro, say less. He said, tell them tomorrow, listen to the radio at five o'clock. Five o'clock, come on. Boom, nigga, he dropped their song. You know what I'm saying? Turned around, nigga, played their song, nigga, and backed out and played that bitch again. Boom, dropped their song, nigga, twice. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, damn everybody. He played that hoe twice. And that ain't, the, that ain't the first time this nigga done done some shit like this for me. So, you know what I'm saying? Shit, baby can't save all of Dallas. Goddamn nigga, you gotta motherfucker save yourself. Right. Now, uh, 
you know, I normally want to talk about like current events, but I want to talk about you for a second as far as um, we don't give you your flowers and, you know, your accolades, you know, from what we've seen you do. Because um, even now, as people might watch and they say, who is Nike? What has he done for the city? I want you to just kind of go down the list of some of the things you've done, some of the experiences that you've brought to the city, outside of the documentaries that you just mentioned. But you 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 had a lot more hands and a lot of things happening, uh, bringing people to the city. I mean, like, I want you to kind of, pay, you know, give yourself flowers because they might not give you accolades now. Shit, bro. Shit, nigga, Rook was rapping. Rook was rapping. Left, right, left, right, nigga, left, shit, I, I, right. I was helping Rook. Work. I was trying to help Rook get on. Nah, that's Before facts. the whole street star shit even came about. That's facts. That's nigga, facts. When, when Rook had just first, when, like, nigga, nigga had just started filming. Yeah. But he yeah. was still rapping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, what was that? That was a red car? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a red car. That was a challenger. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so we could damn just say uh, Mr. Nike is responsible for real life street stars. Nah, uh uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. You made this motherfucker. That's on you. <laughs> it's on you. Uh, yeah, man, definitely is. Yeah. So I don't want no parts of that. That's something up right there. That's something up right there as far as, you know, as much as you've done for the city, man. Um, I remember I left my girl to go to a New Year's Eve thing with you because you like, joke, I got Day Day here. It's New Year's Eve. You want this interview for y'all, pull up. Yeah, On yeah. some real life shit, I'm like, hey, listen, it's New Year's Eve. I got a dip. That nigga Nike called me. And you pulled up. We got Day Day here. Nah, I pulled up. Pulled Bar up. Nah, for pulled real. So up, I, I, I got to gotta give you flowers. I got to yeah, give you flowers. Pulled up, did that shit, man. Now, pulled up like a motherfucker. Now, you know, it's funny because, you know, I, I your thoughts I feel as the most important. Everyone we ask this question to, about Trey and Zero's situation and what spilled from bygone era to what happened on Tycoon Weekend. Um, should we have seen that happen like that, first and foremost? Nah. It should have never got like that. Do you nah. feel it was leading to that? It had been like that since uh, it had been like that since 2011. 2012. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, ABN had been broke up. Uh, another story with uh, Mr. Lucci. <clears throat> so Lucci calls me and he said, hey, uh, how much does Trey uh, charge? You know, at the time, I'm an ABN. So shit, I'm with the nigga like every fucking week, every yeah. goddamn month, just all the goddamn time. So I call him, tell him, hey, man, it's my partner, this, 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 this. He said, OK, cool. Uh, just give him my number, tell him to get in me. But Lucha like, shit, nigga, I don't got to go through you. I got the money. He, you know, Lou wants to do it his way. Yeah. Cool. You know what I'm saying? No hard feelings. So, uh, like I said, everybody already split. ABN is already split. Lucha calls me back and tells me that he booked zero. He called me back and told me that he booked Trey. And I'm like, okay, that's what's up. And he was like, they finna perform together. I'm like, no, the fuck we not. He was like, yeah, 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 I booked ABN, the group. I'm like, bro, we're not finna perform together at all. i like, the whole group, ABN, we're not finna perform together. None whatsoever. He was like, yes, we is. Yes, y'all live, man. I paid like $25,000. I was like, okay. So that night happens. It said, uh, uh, what was that? At Club, uh, the one that Fredo owned. Uh, uh, Rhythm City? Not Rhythm City, the other one. The other one, uh, the other one that 
North Dallas. I'm 35 and uh. No, it was right there. It was right there by. Mr. Uh, B. It, was, it was right there yeah. by Beamers. Uh, oh, across you from Beamers. Yeah. Uh, uh, flow. Flow. Oh, flow. Okay, so he booked everybody. All right, everybody coming. He done booked the rooms at the same hotel. I'm gonna tell you how fucked up it was. It's so fucked up that Zero and his people coming down off the escalator. Everybody else that's with Trey, we all already downstairs. We already downstairs in the lobby. So the shit friction so bad to where when they coming off the escalator, we basically taking off our jewelry and shit. People putting their chains up and shit. We think we finna fight. And we, we think we finna scratch right here in the middle of the goddamn hotel. Because they hadn't already ran across each other in a while. Mm. We think we finna scratch right here. Then nobody scratch, then nobody get into it, then no words get said. Boom. Uh, Zero and his people go that way. Trey and other people, we all go this way. All right, next thing you know, get to the club. They say, who gonna perform? What time y'all going on? I tell Lucci, we're not going on together, bro. <laughs> I told you that. He go over there. He go send somebody to go talk to Trey. <clears throat> he send somebody to talk to Zero. He get mad. We don't go on together. Zero go on. Then Trey and the rest of ABN go on. He upset. And I paid all this money for this, all this money for that. I said, fam, I told you we weren't going to go on together. I told you we already wasn't seeing eye to eye. That shit was from way back then. That shit, is never, that shit was never about no, 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 nobody going to no jail or no shit like this. Shit was behind a chick. Mm. And it wasn't about, it wasn't about, it wasn't Zero and Trey beef behind a chick. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. clip. Uh, it was Trey's best friend. Him and Zero had words behind the chick. And it had got to the point to where somebody pulled a gun on somebody. Or pretty much somebody pulled up and the gun got shown. After that, you know, ain't no more conversation when no guns get shown. That shit done. We can't talk it out no more. You know what I'm saying? Plus, like the shit with Jayton and shit like that. Man, both them niggas went to jail, fam. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he said it. Yeah. Like, both of them went to jail. You know what I'm saying? So, and Jayton wasn't tripping on it at first. When everybody was still ABM, we was out click tight. Jayton didn't say shit about no, uh, uh, Zero owed me. When he get out of jail, we got a scratch. Man, it wasn't even like that. It was never like that. Never like that at all. So, again, I get on a lie detector test. You niggas prove me as I'm lying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna want to come talk about this, Trey. Right. Jayton, somebody gonna want to come talk about it. So do you feel like something escalated it to that in the midst of what happened right then and there? Or do you feel like that was that was gonna happen? That was gonna happen sooner or later because they had been going back and forth. It was a little sneak disses here, a little sneak disses there. They had been going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? They got to the point to where shit, they didn't want to be on the same shows. They didn't even want to be around the same people. You know what I'm saying? So after a while, it just got to the point where it was messy. And when it got messy, you know, Roe just really went his way. And everybody else from ABN just shit really went our way. And it wasn't even no hard feelings except for that one incident. 
I ain't gonna get all the way into it. I'll probably get into it another time and tell y'all everything about it. I'll see y'all again in the street stores or something. You know what I'm saying? What is it that makes Houston niggas so different from Dallas niggas? Why does it seem like they can have more camaraderie or get more money with each other than opposed to Dallas niggas? Loyalty. All right, so, uh, so, uh, story with Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth was one of the first niggas to bring Tupac here when they went to uh, Corsicana. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, 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 I ain't going to speak on that too much, but it was Cottonmouth and like two or three other dudes. They the first niggas to bring Tupac to Texas, period. You know what I'm saying? To Texas, period. So some of y'all might look at the nigga just an old nigga that be tripping. He not. He, he really plugged in. So the right. story I'm going to talk about is with, uh, it's with Cottonmouth and uh, 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 Big Pokey. Okay, so this is what they used to do with each other. Big Pokey had a show on the south side of Houston. It's Cottonmouth and like four other people with him. You know what I'm saying? Pokey goes to the show, gets paid for the show. Comes out to the car and breaks everybody else out. He paid everybody else some money just for going with him. They didn't have to rap. They didn't have to sing. They had to do nothing. Real nigga shit. He just came back and broke all his partners off something just for just going with him to the club, to his show. That's how shit's supposed to go. Real nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? If your partner go with you, you just got paid 30 bands for a show, you ain't going to get a nigga $500? Come on now. Just saying. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shit, another story. Cottonmouth went out of town. He went. It was him. Uh, I'm just just say him and Fat B. It was him, Fat B, and some more people. So they go to Alabama. Law heard of the story, but they go to they go to Alabama. So they them niggas end up getting rolled and going to jail in Alabama like a motherfucker too though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Cottonmouth goes out of town. Him, Fat B, and some more rappers. They wanted to do verses with them. So Cottonmouth, they paid Cottonmouth for his verse first. He go do his verse. Get back in the van. Break everybody out. He paid everybody something for going out there with him. They didn't rap. They didn't write a bar. They didn't do shit. He just paid them. Appreciate y'all, my nigga, for coming. Appreciate y'all, my nigga, for coming. So after that, they had like six more verses to be done. But the six more verses are all Fat B verses. No more verses are Cottonmouth verses. Fat B comes to the car after all six of his verses and do the exact same shit. Break off everybody. So everybody left and had like eight, nine hundred dollars. Even though some niggas came up there with nothing. Everybody else came back with like eight, nine hundred dollars. That's what Dallas don't got. Mm. We don't got that. We, we don't, that's something we don't, we don't have that at all. Isn't I ain't never heard a Dallas nigga say he went to a show and gave his partner some money. Yeah, I don't see it too often. And we shit, need you to, heard of it? We don't see it too often. Nigga gonna pocket all that shit. Right. And I, then gonna take his partner to uh, Denny's after it's done. Right. And but this the same nigga, if a nigga would have jumped on stage and snatched your chain, it's been the same nigga ready to beat the nigga to death and go to jail for you. Mm, there you go. Talk so, you about know it. what I'm saying? That's, that's the difference between Dallas and Houston. And Houston respect they, uh, man, let me get this out the way. Houston respects their elders. Yeah. Dallas niggas had this, this old nigga shit going on in their head. Dallas niggas, I'm going to say this, you, you niggas are screwed up, man. You niggas got this old nigga shit going on. 
I don't want to sign to none of these old niggas. You, you know, you hear Dallas niggas say that all the time. No the old niggas in the way, it's the old niggas hating, it's the old niggas. I ain't heard now motherfucker from Memphis say they don't want to sign with old ass Yo Gotti. Mm. You heard a nigga say they, they don't want to sign an old ass Rockefeller? Well, now, so the problem is uh, in the academic. Have you heard a nigga say they don't want to sign with old ass Jay Z, nigga? Now, Jay Z has money. I don't give a damn. But have you heard a nigga say they didn't want to sign with him before he had the money? Because remember, all them niggas was up under Rockefeller and he ain't had that type of money. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever hear a nigga say they don't want to sign up under Diddy? He ain't had that money at first neither. Uh, he stole all the money, money from them. He has some money. He, he stole all the money. He has some money. Shout out to Diddy for stealing all the money, saying you didn't steal the money on, on, uh, on, 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 on yeah. Breakfast Club. You know what I'm saying? You stole the money, Diddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he definitely took the money. Yeah, he's he saying. So, so I want you to answer. You know he stole the money. You just heard, take that, take that. So I want you take to, that, take I want that. you to, and this is from a, this, from a, this from a Dallas standpoint. Uh, academics had oh, said shit. that uh, it's hard for him to respect the older, the 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 pioneers of hip hop because they don't look like they're on. They don't look like they have, they don't look like they got the money. They don't, they don't, it's hard for him to respect what they've done and what they're doing because they don't look like they're on. What do you say to that as far as from a Dallas perspective where the ones that came before don't look like they have the, you Stup- know. Stupidity, man. Okay, stupidity. I ain't tried to sign nobody. Nigga, I got movies on Amazon. I got an app for an iPhone, Android. Nigga, nigga, I got an internet radio station. I ain't trying to sign nobody. Fuck them. You know why? I'm an old nigga. <laughs> How many niggas done came to y'all to my sign me? You know what they want from you? Hmm. Put me on. They, they want you to just put them on. You got niggas like, as I was speaking earlier, like DJ Deuce. Shit, this nigga damn near George Jefferson of Oak Cliff. This nigga got a laundromat. This nigga got a Kona stove. This nigga got a studio. This nigga, uh, this nigga got like, he got, he got another like a smoke shop. Well, no one know that either. Like, you know, this nigga got like three, four different motherfucking things. Right, he'll be good and won't no one know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, TK is driving trucks now. But he's just not driving trucks. The nigga like an owner operator and got like two or three fucking trucks. Money. But see, oh. you old niggas. This is what Dallas niggas say. You old niggas in our way. You old niggas. You young, young punks ain't got no motherfucking money. They ain't got no money to even promote themselves. Most of them don't got no money to promote themselves. And if they do got some money, they just hustlers. They just street niggas. They don't know how to use it. What happened to Diamond D? <laughs> Shit. Uh, nigga, Diamond D rich. Well, yeah, I'm just... Shit, Diamond the same nigga. Diamond my nigga. I can't really say too much shit about Diamond. Diamond sold a shitload of game one-on-one DVDs, man. I mean, you can go to Big T right now and go get some game one-on-one DVD. You can get some of the motherfuckers I don't even got. Diamond got some motherfucking shit I don't even got. Shit, Diamond, same thing, man. Diamond was rapping at first, and Diamond found another way out. You know, the nigga had like, didn't he have like eight goddamn me stoves in yep. Big T? Yep. Then a nigga bought the, uh, the, the food spot in the back. You know what I'm saying? Then he had another food spot on Ken Wisdom. But see, this is what you hear. You hear these old nigga stories. But the old niggas actually got businesses. They actually got business. The old niggas can put you on. But the young niggas just don't want to listen. You think it's because young niggas don't plan on living long? Yeah, true. That's another thing, too. You know what I'm saying? Young niggas don't, because shit, when I was 21, shit, nigga, I didn't think about being 30. I didn't even believe I was going to be 30. It wasn't cool to be 30. Nah, it wasn't cool to be 30. You was an old nigga. 
Remember, remember, for real, when we were 18, 19, remember she was an old nigga. Old nigga, old head. Remember what we used to call a nigga? What's up, school? Yeah. That ain't cool. Nah, What's nigga it? didn't want to be school. Nah, perhaps. Nigga wanted to be school, but a nigga didn't want to be school. Nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, that, that's just telling the truth. That's facts. I, I got to get your thoughts. You see uh, Kanye West wear a uh, WLM shirt, Why Lives Matter? Uh, what does Nike say to that? What, what are your thoughts on that? Man, Kanye a goofball. God damn. But God. y'all gotta understand, Kanye a goofball, but Kanye a goofball on some on some rich nigga shit. Yeah, he worth six, seven Bs. But see, Kanye's a goofball, but he a goofball on some rich nigga shit. Cause guess what? All these white people wanna fit in. And they see these Black Lives Matter shirt. You don't think they gonna buy them White Lives Matter shirt? Yeah, the fact that he did it first, I'm surprised that no one else. But said, how me... many of them you think gonna buy them shirts? Oh yeah, no, nah, he gonna put that on the line. Gap, Gap gonna. And, uh. and they and guess what? Gap might pick it up. Versace, somebody like that might pick it up. There go another B on his name. Mm. He ain't stupid. Just cause he did it. <laughs> Just cause he did it, nigga. Shit, what? look at the goddamn ugly ass shoes. Mm. Them motherfuckers six, seven hundred dollars. Nigga, them look like uh, uh, orthopedic goddamn shoes. Man, listen, yeah, it, I, I still don't like them, but you know, see, look, it, 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 it has to grow on you because they're worth so much, and therefore, everyone, it's just the goddamn Yeezys. Oh, you got some on? Nah. Oh, I'm saying, shit, I thought one of y'all had some on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to, he's not today. Yeah, yeah, the motherfuckers look like orthopedic shoes, but guess what? Did, you feel buying. Kanye West pulled the wool over eyes as far as uh, kind of the what he's been on, or you feel like he's just bipolarism? When he, when he get on, he leave your ass for that white girl. Nah. Remember that? Who lyrics is that? <laughs> he is. <laughs> Shout out Kanye. Who lyrics is that? Part, part, part one of many. Uh, uh, the reinvention of Nike, goddammit. Uh, uh, draft pick number one shit coming oh, down. Oh man, shit. We uh, got both draft uh, we picks. We got CZ for the first season. A lot of you niggas gotta go. Okay, you gotta go. Now, bitch, we're not waiting. You got to go immediately. (laughs) Sponsored by uh, Nike Night with the swoosh. Uh, For those that do want to get at you, man, that are deaf, done, stupid, and living on the rock, man, tell them how to get at you, man. Where can they reach you and follow your movement, follow Uh, your brand? Oh, shit, man. Okay, I'm finna finna act like a whole-ass nigga right now. I'm an old nigga, so I'm finna act like an old, whole-ass nigga. Mm. Uh, You can reach me at my radio station, which is Los Colinas. You don't have an office. You don't have a radio station because you know you, you don't care about business. Uh, you could uh, contact me on uh, Instagram. Shit, you know you can leave a message on Amazon Prime and say that you like one of my movies. There you go. Shout out to my nigga Wands, man. My nigga Wands shoot all the movies with me, man. He's he in the, in the back. Building, you know man. what I'm saying? He don't want to be on this shit. He don't want to incriminate himself. You know what I'm saying? I ain't tell nobody that. to be on this shit with me. I ain't want them to incriminate themselves. <laughs> Talk to them. But, man, you can, you can contact us on the Game 101 Instagram, uh, the Mr. Nike Instagram. Shit, uh, we got to know you to meet you at the office. You fuck around and get shot being silly. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, we know you young niggas are silly. Uh, shit, man, you can, uh, shit, I can even give you my phone number, but you niggas play on the phone too much. Don't let them troll you like that. You know, you know what? Contact me on Instagram. You need to play on the phone too much. Thanks. I was gonna give you nigga my number. You need to play on the phone too much, man. Yeah, they they, they gonna troll you, man. We we we. we oh yeah, tra- they gonna they gonna hold a nigga. We kind of big now. We kind of big now. You don't want you yeah, don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> yeah, save yeah, yourself. Do that. Save yourself. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that, man. For uh, you know, we get to the time where we promote anything, but shout outs, man. Uh, anybody you want to shout out that help you get to this point right here? Shit, man. First of all, I'm always thank God. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying I'll praise to the Most High. Oh shit, man! A bunch. It's a, it's a bunch of people I just don't fuck with. 
Yeah. You know, niggas like y'all, niggas like uh man, big shout out to that nigga Mr. Hit That Ho. Or Mr. He's called Mr. Hit That now. Yeah. Like the mayor. I mean, uh <laughs> I remember I said something to him about that too. I said, nigga, how you the mayor? Nigga, I'm the mayor. He was like, you the mayor of the streets. Yeah, I'm the mayor. He was like, nigga, I'm the mayor. Yeah. He was like, nigga, I never said I was the mayor of the streets. Talk to him. I was like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'll take it. I was like, yeah, you're right, bro. You did say you was the mayor. I said I was the mayor of the streets. He was like, nigga, I never said I was the mayor of the streets. Talk to him. I was like, oh yeah, bro. I was like, all right, that's cool. You know, you can have two politicians. I'm like, shit, fuck it, it is what it is. But shout out to Hit That Man. I mean, I remember one day we was, uh, what club we was in? Wons, you remember what club we was in? Nah, not even that hoe. Man, we not even that one, nigga. That nigga, that nigga showed a nigga major love at that bitch. I think we was at probably be like, I ain't seen, I ain't seen bro in like, I ain't seen bro in probably, I say, uh, about, about five, six years, seven years. As soon as I see him, I holler at him. He happy, dab me up, woo, woo, woo. We chop it up. And I leave. I say, hey, I'll hit you on Instagram and get your number. The nigga jumps on the mic and bust out. Man, shout out to my nigga, Mr. Nike. He's the first nigga that ever paid me for a show. He the first nigga that looked out for me, ever paid me for a show. No lie. Shout out to my nigga, Mr. Nike. Hey, man, you can get my number right now, nigga. Don't be acting Hollywood. Said this shit on the mic, nigga, in front of everybody, nigga. I had to run back, nigga, because the nigga put me on the spot. I'm like, damn, I got everybody looking at me and shit now. I had to run back, get the nigga number. I was just like, damn, bro, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate motherfuckers like y'all, motherfuckers that don't. Forget that a nigga was there. History is written. You know what I'm saying? That don't forget uh, that nigga was there. Like, man, it, it's so many niggas, bro. I can shout out, bro. Yeah, just yeah, we, you just gotta you just gotta keep that. Uh, the biggest thing is music business, man. I always remember it's a business. It's not personal, nigga. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling true stories about niggas. If niggas get mad, want to fight, nigga. That's their problem. Nigga, I'm telling the truth. No facts, man. You know what I'm saying? These are true stories, nigga. This shit is history, nigga. This is Dallas history, nigga. Niggas should know about this shit. We gonna we gonna bring a lot of tech to test you know what next time. Just say, man, bring that shit. Bring that shit. We got you. We got you, man. Bring that shit. I'm gonna pass. You niggas is not gonna pass. You niggas gonna try to lie. You mm. gonna try to lie yourself out there, bitch. I'm telling. I'm gonna tell the truth about you niggas. But remember, I always remember this, y'all. Keep your contacts. Uh, stay close with people. Do not burn your bridges, man. Whatever you do, do not burn your bridges. If you don't fuck with a nigga, just peacefully split. Don't go to the internet. Don't bring it up on the internet. Don't talk about niggas on the internet. You will never come back from that shit. Talk that about shit, it, y'all will never be friends or never get close again once you put that shit all over the world. If y'all handle that shit privately, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can always mend the shit back together. Words from the OG, man. You already know, man. We got Nike back in the building, man. We got this other man. You are a real life street star, man. The OG, the original. Mr. Nike, huh? Game 101. Let's go.